From the shadows of New York's Manhattan skyline to Arizona's Valley of the Sun resides a radio program the world over has been waiting for. Hosted by two men no one has ever heard of. It's a place where idiocracy runs free and rarely a point is made. Kieran. Peasants. I can't deal with this. I am Rocket. Sir Rocket. I'm Elmont. Rocket. Winthrop, get the arts ready. We're going to Monday. <laughs> Together, these men will bring you laughter at any cost. Even if that means sacrificing their own egos or well-being. So put your brains on standby. Sit back and relax. The boys have returned. Lunatic Radio starts now. Yes. Hello. Hello. Wow. Working for what? What is that, Rock? What do you got over there? You got a t-shirt you just... We got working for the weekend. Fuck yeah, man. Fuck yeah, bro. We're broing out. Hey, what up, everybody? It's the Lunatic Radio Show. I'm Kieran. That's Rockway over there in the great state of New York. He is the man. He's the myth. He's the legend. He's a radio legend. Yeah. The expensive state of New York. The expensive state of New York. Holy shit, are you right? (laughs) The reason why I... Finally! Finally once! One of the reasons why I live in uh, fucking Arizona. It's expensive as fuck in New York. There's a positive. Twenty two hundred dollars to uh, live in a in a place right next to a fucking highway. <laughs> no view of anything. And stray cats. God damn it. Oh come on, those are fun. <laughs> stray cats. Yeah. yeah. They could be like your friends. It's uh, pussy breathing. Pussy breathing. Absolutely. <laughs> no. Is that the Friday, is that Friday show jokes? Oh no, this is here. This Friday. This is the part that gives the dick comfort. Ah uh, yeah. <laughs> See, that's the one thing with all these multiple shows, Kieran. I, I miss out on some of these wonderful opportunities of discussion. Oh, you didn't hear the Cardi B fucking latest rant on the uh, social media? Oh, I did. I was all excited. Oh. But, you know, you know, shows in between that you got to talk about this. I don't blame you. Don't get me wrong. As soon as you mentioned it, I uh, I threw it right up. I already loaded. The, the clip is already loaded on my, my thing here. Ready to oh, get dive right into the Cardi B shit again. I like how when Cardi B speaks, you think of me. I don't yeah, know if that's a good Absolutely, man. man. She's a, she's a firecracker. What a, uh, she is, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, you probably talked about this ad nauseum. I don't care. Know. I'll talk about it again. I'll do, I'll do, I'll do the shows over and over again until we get them right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Or the definition of insanity. Uh, yeah. I'm 17 years, Rock, doing the show. Still haven't done a good one. I t- always told you, once I do this a good one. radio show, I'm going to quit. Drop the mic. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Um, yeah, so speaking of Friday show, you guys were talking about Winnie, Winnie the Pooh. So I guess, yeah, maybe you didn't talk get get to talk about her that much yeah. on Friday. So. Well, that um, Winnie the Pooh story is actually a good story. It's the... He's... It's the voice. Well, if you had, well, you know, be honest, I was, you know, going to some play some Winnie the Pooh clips and make jokes. That's what it he was. Spent like Twenty minutes questioning honey versus porridge. I'm like, <laughs> what happened to Kieran? And what happened? To TJ was man? telling me it's not porridge. I'm like, it's porridge in a Winnie the Pooh, isn't it? No, it's honey. 
But uh, all right, so back to Cardi B. Um, <laughs> we are doing Friday show again. This is what we're doing. Wait, this is really yeah. <laughs> just just give Rock do me a favor. Just start saying the word shout out. Should I get the reggae horn? Ready? Is that like how this works? I don't know. I'm white. Uh, I hope TJ's not listening. John D. Noodle in the chat room. What up, fella? Knows. Yeah, I know. Um, um, honestly, as as I've said, I'm sure on the show before, but it always comes to my like. I feel like this is just constantly just another level, just another chop down for Nicki Minaj. I feel like the more that Cardi B rises, the Nicki Minaj stock falls i feel like well that's a, that's the whole thing in the entertainment world is once uh you know your your time is limited get your money they always say like uh like cypress hill the great cypress hill said save your money man because you you know next year there's gonna be another guy doing the same shit you do putting a spin on it and he'll be the dude you know in that fucking song Rockstar, you know Right. Yeah. And that's uh, Cardi B is that fucking next person that came around to Nicki Minaj, you know? Nicki- I feel like Nicki Minaj was kind of like the beta of what now Cardi B is. I'm like, let's test the waters to see how far we could go with Nicki Minaj. Right. How big can we get her ass before people go? Yeah. That's a problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they just be like, you know, fuck it. We're just going to throw the lamp rat out to everybody and see what shakes. I, w- and- I-, I want to ask you this. What car, what automobile can Nicki Minaj fit in and feel comfortable? (laughs) Because to be honest with you, if she's driving, say, a Honda Accord, there's no way she's closing the door. She can't close the door. Her ass is that big. Rock, have you seen her ass? I know I've said this a million times to people. Let me stress to you. That my fucking ass is like a goddamn. It's a it's a couch. It's a love seat. It's a love seat. It's a two seater. That sounds nice. It's probably. I would say, I would say that fucking thing is probably three and a half feet wide. Wow, <laughs> it's a big ass, and that ain't fitting in no car. There's no cars. Obviously, she can't fly Southwest. <laughs> There's right. no way she would have to buy three seats. And extra overhead luggage. She's not sitting in a high school gym auditorium. She, well, that would be actually a safe place for her because it's a big room. And with those seats in them, you know, just just save one uh, one stands for her so she can hurt her ass. That fucking ass is ridiculous. There's no way that thing's clean either. That's what I'm saying. Oh, running out there, rock. There's no way. You would need Why a. Not? You would need the pressure wash that motherfucker. I'm sure she has a bidet. Yeah, better be a pressure washer. <laughs> Her bidet is a pressure washer. She it takes a dump. Fire hydrant for a bidet. She takes a dump, and there's some dude standing outside the bathroom going, "Okay, Nikki, I'm ready." And he just power wash. <laughs> God damn! You need a fucking god. Yeah, that's yeah. The same thing astronomers use to see the stars is the same thing people would use to see Nicki Minaj's asshole when she bends it over. That's what Wait, I'm saying. So, so Nicki has a, I don't know. Is, is Nicki's uh, butt bigger than Cardi B's? Is that is that what? That's what doing? I'm saying. That's what I was getting to. You know, thanks for you're my conscience. Getting back, Nick, uh, Cardi B is a refined version huh? of Nicki Minaj, but smaller yet still big, prettier. 
and a yappy, 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 yappy mouth. Oh my god, it doesn't stop. Yeah, the fucking thing's like a yeah. An outboard motor talks like she's falling down a hill. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear the fucking? I might as well play it because if people yes. haven't heard it, maybe people. Some people listen to the Sunday show. They don't listen to the Friday show. You know. Here it is, uh, Nikki. Uh, no, not Nikki Minaj. This is Cardi B's latest uh, oh. inter- Instagram rant. Y'all motherfuckers going around showing this fucking picture. Now y'all photoshopping it even more. Like, oh, Cardi pussy, Cardi pussy. First of all, that ain't my pussy. By the way, I should stress that she's naked in her green room before their Billboard Awards. <laughs> I told you stress that this, there might be some profanity. Yeah, yeah earmuffs, kids. My pussy right here. This is where I birthed my daughter from. This right here, the part that shows, you know, when I go like this, that's just my ass. You know when you got a fat ass? That shit gets fat right there. This part right here, this is the part that gives the dick comfort. You know what I'm saying? This is the part that, like, when you go like this in and out, that's what this nigga feel. That's that's my ass. You know what I'm saying? Y'all want to look at my pussy so bad, y'all should have went see me when I was a motherfucking stripper and I was promoting myself. Like, come see me. Now too bad. <laughs> she is a that was actually, You know, just when you think she's like, she just off the chain and completely a mess. That last line, she brought it back in and she's like, right. go fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Not too bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's like, yeah, you should have saw me on the strip. You were so into it. Where were you when I was trying to make some dollars? I got to te- tell you, uh, I watch these uh, celebrities on these. Uh, they do these one minute rants. You know, obviously Instagram only allows you to do one minute videos, right? Uh, the right. be- the one that's the best at it and most entertaining is Cardi B because I watched The Rock, I watched Kevin Hart do it, and it, it, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I really don't care about your inspirational fucking workout bullshit. Either one of you, I don't care. Go running. Who gives a fuck, Kevin Hart? Oh, you're The Rock. I I fucking I'm number one again in fucking India. My sh- my movie's number one. Fucking Rampage is number one in goddamn Kazakhstan. Who gives a shit? The Rock, you're a, you're 46 years old and you're a giant. You're gonna be dead in two years. You're so steroided up, man. There's no way. There's no way. Can I, can I give like the one billionth great idea for the show that you won't do? What? Uh, the the one billionth idea is that you're gonna go on Instagram and give cure inspirational like sayings, like you know, drink another beer. You're gonna fucking die. <laughs> But like you, like with like a picture of a sunset, uh, you know. Uh, for, uh, uh, by the way, Leroy Jenkins took it at Rock Hard, a director of photography for his web streaming camera. Nice work, Rock. You got Rory Carf over there. <laughs> no, it'd just be if if Rory was here, it'd just be looking at himself. Is it is it right before you hit the stream? Right before you hit the streaming button, button does he go uh, and action? <laughs> All right, there we go. Uh, yeah. I think you should do that. I think Kier inspirational uh, little sayings, you know. Well, I was actually thinking before the show, as I was taking a leak, uh, I was like, maybe I should do start a YouTube series where I play celebrities in golf, and I want to beat them. All like right. physically beat them? No, no, like beat them in golf. Oh. Who can I beat in golf? I think the one person I couldn't beat would be Ch- Justin Timberlake. Timberlake, I don't think I could beat. How are you going to get in contact with celebrities? Uh, I don't know, Rock. This is just what you think about when you're alone in your apartment for hours on end and you have to take leaks. Sorry. uh, You just come up with fucking things. 
my idea is cheap. You have like a picture, you take a picture of your like spit bottle. And the saying is every day people die. <laughs> there's like, there's your first post. Your uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You know. All right. So there's a lot to do on today's radio program, but obviously follow the uh, lunatic radio.com and all the social medias at lunatic radio. <coughs> Subscribe to us on YouTube. Everybody search lunatic radio on YouTube. And uh, follow us if you'd like to submit a donation to the LunaticRadio.com show. www.lunaticradio.com is the website, bottom right-hand corner. Click the donate donation button. Thank you in advance. Word them up. Those donations rock. They're flying in, I tell you what. Oh, really? People love the content that we're providing. Uh, That's great. Yeah, just like, uh, it's like, the, it's like Avengers Endgame. <laughs> I swear to God, the box office for our show. Unreal. Good thing you're recording this so that when the IRS comes a knocking, you have zero proof. <laughs> yes, and zero dollars. Because <laughs> just like in the door, right out the other. Wait a minute, I owe you shit for zero dollars? Look at me, I'm in Arizona. What do you want? Yeah, no one's listening to me. You give a shit. Take, you take the sand from me? Go yeah. ahead. What are you going to take, my fucking half a tin of dip, you assholes? Need that. You take the cactus outside? Yeah, go ahead, shit, dick. Uh, by the way, the uh, are you into the Avengers Endgame shit? Am I? I saw it yesterday. Really? Yeah. So you were you were one of the of those two point two billion dollars internationally, <laughs> one <of those> <laughs> huh? <laughs> one of those assholes that went and saw the movie. It, apparently, eleven days in eleven days, this fucking film has grossed internationally two point two billion dollars a cash cow that's fucking insane is that is that not crazy apparently it's second place to the titanic now everything is everything's second place to Titanic. what the hell did titanic do jesus christ but it, it took the titanic like fucking 47 days to get to wherever it's at now or whatever the fuck it is. it's gonna blow it away so, yeah they're that's what they're saying the avengers end game they are gonna the end game is they're gonna be the number one ranked film of all time box office was I um, I I saw it and it, it was three hours and it was riveting from beginning to end. The entire I never been in a theater where so many people were into it. Like there was a lot of clapping. Really, there was a gasps. Um, and keep in mind, I didn't go. But this is an opening weekend, I guess. So this is now the second weekend since it uh, premiered. Mm, eleven days. It's been out eleven days, so it's more than a week. So yeah, yeah. The eleventh, uh, the tenth day that I went mm. that it was out and. Uh, and my wife went too, and she's not like she's into it, but she's not like into it. She, you know, she just kind of enjoys them. She has, she doesn't read comics or anything like that. And she was like, like her hands like on her mouth, like she was in like shock at points of the film. Like really? it was, it really did a good job of, you know, pulling the hard strings and you know having you on the edge of the. I mean, that they're that's what they do. This is, you know, they're professionals. They they did a really good job. And you would think and it's- after twenty films, it would get old and. Listen, I was sitting there uh, amongst a packed theater, and clearly th- this machine is far from over. Far from over. Oh, so it's not the last one. Uh, isn't that what they're billing no. it as, the last one? No, no this is the this first phase is over. So um, some of the characters are going elsewhere. Um, they're going to start introducing new characters. Some old characters you might be familiar with are not going to be making new films anymore. You know, First and foremost, because they're just getting older in, in real life. So, you know, you can't keep the same allure like um yeah robert downey jr is going to be in his 60s being iron man so, that's why they yeah. logan he was you know because like fucking what's his name uh 
he ain't gonna keep doing those films. He's just getting older. So right. Patrick Stewart is, you know, he's basically a dead man walking at this point. Mm. So um so yeah. So, you know, that first phase is done and basically in a way starting over again. And they're just gonna do the machine all over again with new movies. There can be some that are carry over like your Black Panthers and what have you. But uh I, I feel uh I feel like it's um like almost a soap opera but in like like movie style. <laughs> Like it's yeah. every every couple of years is a new of you know Avengers movie. Well, look at um look at wrestling. That's like that's a soap that's a soap opera as far as I'm concerned. It's a soap opera that revolves around dudes and women beating each other up, right. and it's going on for decades. So um, until people stop going to the movie theaters, well, stop having an interest in comic because I mean there might be a point where theaters are. Not as popular, but that's another conversation. Let's but. see. Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Mark Ruffalo, Chris Hem- Hemsworth, Scarlett Johansson, Jeremy Renner, Don Cheadle, Paul Rudd, the ageless Paul Rudd, mm. uh, Benedict Cumberbach, mm. Chadwick Bonson, Brie Larson's in it. Brie Larson is listed like fucking 13 deep. And Brie yeah, Larson's a huge star. Out. Her movie just came out. Uh, Tom Holland. There's a lot of people in this fucking fucking movie. A lot movie. of rich people. That's a list of a lot of rich people. Renee Russo's in it. Yeah, she's Remember uh, her? Yeah, she's in the Thor films. God damn. Yeah, this movie's just got every fucking actor in Hollywood in it. Yeah. Natalie Portman is in it. Well, she was in the Thor films, so without giving anything away, they reference uh, old films. But, you know, they redo the scenes. They don't, like, just play back old scenes. So, yeah. You know, they brought back... John characters. Favreau's in it? Yep. He's an executive producer of this fucking thing. Marissa Tomei's in it. Michael Douglas is in it. Michelle Pfeiffer's in it. William Hurt is in it. These uh, are all people in the Marvel comic universe that are in films. So this is why the movie's... I mean, Bradley Cooper's in it? <laughs> he's Ro- he play- He's the voice of Rocket of uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, Robert Redford's in it. Josh Brolin, Chris Pratt, Samuel L. Jackson. Wow, this is. I can understand why. I can understand. It has to make two point two billion dollars in eleven days just to fucking pay all these people. Well, a lot of these people only had like a line. It doesn't matter. They're fucking. You know, they're not. You know, Samuel L. Jackson's not coming leaving his house to fucking record a couple voiceovers. You know what I mean? I want to know how much Vin Diesel made in this movie because he said. Three Vin, words. Vin Diesel's in the movie. He plays Groot. Oh, I haven't. I haven't even seen his name on here. With credit, with. Be honest with you, he's not even. He's not even listed. I, I didn't yeah. see his name. He, he he still gets a. He gets on the credit. He's on the credits for sure. Unreal. Uh, yeah, was it's m- a massive film, and it was very enjoyable. And I will watch it again because there's a lot. You know, these films is a. A little Marvel because everything's a reference. It's a reference to another film, another comic book character, some other film that's going to be coming out, a film that already happened. Hmm. Everything, everything, it's like all these movies are giant references. And that's part of the reason why they do so well is because you're not just watching a one off, you're watching something part of a bigger film. So people are like, oh, what did that mean? And what is that reference? And how is that connected to some other movie happening in three years from now? Right. But it's it, that's like a soap, soap opera style thing. Yeah. Exactly. That's amazing. Are you going to go see it? Uh, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> I will watch it when it comes out on HBO and I'm fucking, you know, 
you know, whatever, when I'm bored. I'm not, the superhero shit doesn't... It's entertaining. I, every time I've seen something that's been special effects or superhero-ish, yes, it is entertaining, but it is just the same as every other hundred fucking damn superhero movies I've watched. You know? Yeah. I was there, actually... There pattern if you will the sundance channel was running the old supermans uh the old ones the old ones with christopher reeve and i would i would watch those just for nostalgia purposes <laughs> you know what i mean but i can't you know he asked me to watch fucking batman or you know whatever whatever the hell's out there i just, I, I just won't do it because it's just what's the difference between this and the other one what's the difference between one iron man and the other one i don't give a fuck don't care don't care guy flies around Save some shit, you know. There's gadgets. There's gadgets. Who can, like the James Bond, James Bond movies. I don't care. You see them one, you see them all. No matter if James Bond is different or not, who gives a shit? I like uh, movies with substance. Things I don't, uh, you know, I'm not, you know, privy to or like know. Debbie does Dallas. Debbie does Dallas. There's fucking realism in there. Loads have to be blown. She has to make them happen. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Leroy, Michelle DePanny and Lisa Bonet was not in Avengers Endgame. Much of the chagrin of you and myself. Mm. Neither made the film, unfortunately. Their, their scenes were cut. But maybe in the director's cut, you'll be able to see their, their, their uh, parts. Uh, I spent my what day. The, you know, one of the Olsons is in the films. Uh, which one? Um, the not the not the fuckable one. <laughs> is that what you're gonna say? Not the twins. The other one. Oh, when the there's a, there's three of them. There's three Olsons. Am I confusing it? Well, the yeah, only ones who really care about it are the twins. Which you know, to be honest with you, this this day and age, they both look like fucking ET. Mary Kate. They both look like ET. I just wonder if they both have red like uh you know lights on their end of their pointer fingers. That's what I want to know. Elizabeth Olsen. Uh, yeah, I don't know who that is. That's like, that is. Uh, that's like Joey Olsen to you. That's like Frank Stallone. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no idea who that is. Yeah, two point two billion dollars internationally in eleven days. There you go. Happy uh, congratulations to you, fucking Avengers. That sounds like uh, how much Kieran makes on this show. Fucking hey, I tell you that. Negative two point two billion dollars every time I broadcast. I'm in debt. Holy shit. Was uh, Gilbert Gottfried in it? No, he was not. Gilbert Gottfried was not in the movie? No. All right. Sadly, uh, no. By the way, I uh, my Sunday was spent uh, wondering why I don't have cable. <laughs> what? Why? What happened? I have DirecTV cable. No, great. Well, right there. There's your problem. No, it's don't. not. I love DirecTV. They're great. And it, actually, I had two DirecTV guys here today. In oh, the uh, in the facility, so Kieran likes to call it a dream. Yeah, and I was like, "Which one of you sucking my dick first? You want to watch the HBO as this happens?" <laughs> I got your coaxial cable right here. <laughs> Absolutely, plug this in. Uh, well, apparently, I don't have ca- I don't have cable. I haven't had cable for five days. Five days. <laughs> And it's not because I haven't paid my bill. I pay my bill early all the time. How are we doing this right now? What? No, I'm on uh, I'm on internet. I have internet through another company. It's all oh, fucked up. 
Okay. Yeah, I have internet through a great, uh, awful fucking AIDS of a company called CenturyLink. CenturyLink, right? CenturyLink. Right. Arizona, right here. CenturyLink is so bad. It sold me a DirecTV cable package. That's how bad CenturyLink is. That's like like a representative for Coke calling me and going, how about you try Pepsi? <laughs> so much better. Yeah. Right. But here's the thing. There's a box apparently uh, on my building, outside of my building, that is uh, owned by CenturyLink. Okay. And somebody went into that box and just disconnected my cable and then lo- put a padlock on the box. <laughs> so, your neighbors upstairs. So, because of like the place I live in has a contract with CenturyLink. Uh-huh. And there's no CenturyLink fucking employee, I don't think, in the state of Arizona. That shit cannot be touched by a DirecTV guy. So I have to get a CenturyLink guy to unlock. It's literally a master lock. And the guy's got to stick a key in it and unplug it. And then the dude's got to go, and then my cable's back. But I've had three different DirecTV guys here today going, can I please get somebody who has a key to the fucking man? And they're like, can't help you, bro. <laughs> I literally had the, the lady from the office, like the management that of the property here, yeah. literally in heels. She was in heels in a gravel pit, opening up the box, trying out keys in the master lock so I can get my cable back. Shit. I was staring at her what ass. What a fucking joke. I was staring at her ass, too. How oh, good for you. Uh, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> CenturyLink. CenturyLink is. Doesn't CenturyLink sponsor a stadium somewhere? I'm sure they do. It's probably where the fucking Mets play. No, it's not where the Mets play. CenturyLink is the worst company in the fucking world. Even worse than the uh, Sprint. Even worse than Sprint. That's crazy. Yeah. CenturyLink is the worst. I used to have cable through CenturyLink, and it literally took me two days to switch from ESPN to CNN. It it would do like the rendering thing, you know, like yeah, it's loading. <laughs> it's the worst. Like a, like a JPEG when you dial up modem, you get like line by line. Yeah, like I said, they they're so bad. They sell they sold me a cable package for, from another company. <laughs> They're like, well, you know, we're in the cable business, but our cable sucks. So how about you try Direct TV? And I tried Direct TV, but then you guys, I then I tried Direct TV, and it's great. But you guys locked me out of the box. Like they don't give access to Direct TV to if there's a problem, right? Like there's a problem on site. Direct TV can't do shit about it because they put locks on the boxes that have the cable in. Like, what is going on at CenturyLink? There's no linkage going. Like, there's a thought and doesn't connect to the other. There's no linking. CenturyLink stinks. They can't link two thoughts. They're like, you know what? We're not selling these cable packages anymore, so maybe we should just uh, uh, take that control box and uh, transfer it over to uh, maybe DirecTV. That might be a good idea. I feel like CenturyLink owns the lines and DirecTV leases them out. And uh, well, somebody's got to do something because I don't have my fucking cable and I can't watch my billions. And I got to know what's going on with Axe Capital and the, the Taylor Tyler Mason fucking company. You know they're at fucking they're at war. And if I can't watch Showtime tonight, 
I don't know what happens next. Wait, you're not watching Game of Thrones? Game of fucking bullshit. Billions on HBO is the way to go. It's the only network. It's the only highly rated fucking cable show that is that is features the head character is a ginger. Oh, captivating rock. That's what I'm saying. It's captivating. It's all about people with a lot of money and uh, spending a lot of money. It's it's billions. I got to watch billions. I can't watch billions because CenturyLink locks the box that DirecTV needs to fucking get into to help people get their cable. Be honest with you, my whole entire building is cut out. Like everybody that lives in this, they don't. Have, if they have DirecTV, they don't have cable. One cable. <laughs> it's one cable. One like stupid Radio Shack AV cable. Awesome. It's just like what? yeah. This is a big fucking splitter. And it just goes to everybody. That's why it's my like shit. A, I guarantee that's why my internet's splitter. so bogged down. It's split through like four hundred different apartment complexes. Uh, by the way, CenturyLink Field is a multi-purpose stadium located in Seattle, Washington. It is home field for the Seattle Seahawks yeah. of the National Football League and the Seattle Sounders Surpri- uh, soccer team. I'm surprised they have fucking electricity there. I guarantee they don't have cable in that fucking stadium. <laughs> if they do, it's under a locked box. I guarantee you somebody in that stadium had to call CenturyLink and go, hey man, uh, cable's out. <laughs> and, and And the guy's like, your name is on this place. <laughs> and the guy's like, I don't know. What, did we sell you a DirecTV package? Because there might be a box on the outside of uh, CenturyLink Stadium that uh, we have a lock on, and DirecTV can't get into it. To- Although it would be funny if CenturyLink Stadium has fucking Fios. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, God, do I miss Fios. <laughs> Verizon Fios is the best cable out there, but it's not. Is that? it's not available nationally. It's only in New York, right? It's only in, uh, you know, normal populated cities. It, New York is not normal populated. It's got 8 billion people on a fucking 13 mile island. New York City, I, I think they had to stop it. I don't think it's everywhere. Um, <coughs> I have it, though. Yeah. FYI. Uh, yeah, so that's what I've been dealing with all day. I have no that fucking. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, it just sucks. I was like, I'm, I'm using my app to watch, like, Yankee games and crap. Like, literally don't have. Like some dude was just like, man, disconnect this one, and then let's put a lock here. Like they, they just, it's it's a wire, and it has the. I've seen it, like it has the number of the apartment next to it, and it has the. the it's disconnected. Who did that? Wait, you could see like it's a clear box. Oh, I went to another building. There's another building next to me that okay. has the same type of box, yet there's no lock on it. The lock was left on top of the box, so I took the facing off of it to see what was in there. I took the. Fa- I just wanted to see what was in there, and I see you can see the coax cables, and they're all plugged in together. You know, apartment this one, apartment two five. You know, they're all plugged in. You know, so I'd imagine mine's you know apartment blah blah blah, and it's plugged in. I mean, it's it's, it's detached. So all the guy has to do is come here and connect that, and I got my cable back. Somebody disconnected it and then locked the box. So where do they leave off with you? Who who who's gonna have the key? I don't know. Apparently, I gotta go to work. Obviously, I work the whole week, so I, I you have to. I have to call a CenturyLink person, have them come here, unlock the box, while simultaneously getting a Direct TV guy here. So once that guy unlocks the box to connect the cable, and then the CenturyLink guy has to fucking close the box and lock it, and then I get my cable back. I did that simultaneously. While still going to work and all that stuff, so it's never going to happen. I won't have cable till next weekend. 
And I'm going to, I, I, yeah, it sucks. It just sucks. I would go to Home Depot and just get some uh, big bolt cutters. That, yeah, but, you know, I was thinking, I was telling the fucking the management here, I was like, I'm just going to get some bolt cutters. I'm going to cut this motherfucker. I'm going to put, you know, I'm going to restore the cable for the fucking building and be I'm the gonna, hero. I'm going to be Avengers Endgame. I'm going to, I'm going to be fucking Iron Man. I'm going to fucking cut the iron. God. Yeah. I'm going to start shooting this fucking thing with a gun. Would none of us have cable for no reason. You know, you shouldn't be paying somebody. I know. Somebody's got to give me money back. It's right. Who do I call? CenturyLink's not going to give me money back. They don't have any money. CenturyLink is literally probably on the donation tip right now. They probably are. They're on Patreon trying to get donations for their company. Cameron, you should not be paying for your cable right now. No, I'm not. No, I, I, yeah, but who? It's not DirecTV's fault. It's CenturyLink's fault. Oh, because right, because they just they, they just locked the, the box by accident. So it's some fucking schmuck who's making you know eleven fifty an hour who's like man lock, and he just locked it for no reason. I like how the other box is just unlocked and the lock is on top of the yes! box. Yes. I literally could have just connected the whole fucking that whole building's fucking out of spike. Like, you know what? You're gonna yeah. suffer too. Yeah. Clip, 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 clip. Right. That's terrible. Only you, Kieran. Only you. Uh first it was Sprint on Kieran's rant and now it's CenturyLink. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Fuck all of them. Dude, I just want to watch my bill. I watched two shows. If I had billions in ESPN, that's all I need. And Don Lemon on fucking CNN. Because that what? guy's fucking dreamy. Why are you watching Don Lemon? What is he? Uh, you're know. not into uh, Mr. Koopa anymore? It's uh, gay followed by gayer. <laughs> on CNN. Tonight on CNN. Gay and then gayer. Uh, by the way, I was reading up on Woodstock 50. You know how uh, Chris, you. You know, Chris Italia was supposed to give us uh, you know, potential uh, stage tickets? To Woodstock? That's right. We gave, him the, we gave him the homework project, right, Rock? Well, apparently Woodstock 50 has a 50-50 chance of happening. Apparently there was this big yeah, apparently there was this big investment firm that was, you know, pumping in like 30 mil for the, you know, for the festival and they were just like, "Nah." <laughs> and they pulled that 30 mil. And that same investment company was also paying some of the acts that were, you know, scheduled to appear on at the festival, like it could be like we don't know who those acts are. It could be Jay-Z. It could be some of the headliners. So this investment company was paying them. So it, 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 it assumes if they pulled their money out that some of those acts won't be playing. You know, and also the uh, the Woodstock 50 is having trouble getting permits yeah. for the facility. Uh, they were saying some of the like the main permit for the event to happen might not be issued till like four days prior to the event happening and they still haven't sold any tickets to the thing. So it's, it's probably less than 50 to 50, but they were supposed to, um, they're supposed to get a permit for like a hundred thousand people at Watkins Glen in New York. That shit ain't happening. Festivals are completely different now. Um, I, I feel like the fire festival as much of a shit show that was, uh, I think it also, you know, shined a light mm. on how much goes into these things. Right. But it, it also, I feel like the fire festival gave a lot of people like, oh, I can do a festival. And, 
there was a festival over this weekend actually um, that uh, I'm familiar with. Um, but out of respect of the product, I will not mention it, but it was a bit of a shit show. Mm. And uh, I think uh, they uh, got a little too ahead of themselves. And I, you know, I feel like, I, I don't know, listen, I don't know the true story, but I feel like people like it's an opportunity to make some money and they don't think things through a lot. There's a lot, there's insurance issues. There's a lot of liabilities. Um, you know, you know, you got to think about um, plan B, C, D through Z of situations. And I don't know. I feel like people are just, tossing money around they look at quick bucks and not the big picture and but woodstock is not on that level i'm talking about like the low level people like startups doing these festivals and shit right woodstock look at things like fire festival in the other way be like fuck man if we if we are not crossing every t dotting every i precisely this thing is going to blow up in our face and we'll never have an ever opportunity to do something like this again, because especially with their past issues, I believe with like the uh, Limp Bizkit days, I think that left a, a, a black mark on what Woodstock stood for. Woodstock 99, the one yeah. with the fires and the rapes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still think that that's in their back of their funny you mentioned It's funny you mentioned that because I was just I was re- over the weekend because I did not have cable. I had to go on like an endless fuck, you know, you go on YouTube and you watch one video and it just, you know, you're just traveling through streets of YouTube ending up. I ended up like watching old school Woodstock 99 footage of, uh, feeling those lighters. Yeah. No, like corn and fucking Limp Bizkit and Kid Rock and whoever else fucking played. And the, the enormity of that fucking crowd. I, I would literally not, I was watching it for the, the, like when the when the band would come out and start their new song, like start their first song, and I wanted to see the crowd. The crowd is like it's just like a fucking wave, so many people. And then it was funny, I uh, I saw that Be Real, the guy from Cypress Hill, was on Joe Rogan, and I so I popped on you know the Be Real interview with, on Joe Rogan. And as soon as I popped on, I I just hit the scan button because Joe, you know, it's you know it's three hours long. I'm just I just scan through it to find something like deep into the show. And where I scanned to was right when Be Real was talking about playing Woodstock 1994 in front of 380,000 people. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that happening in this day and age? 300, how do you play in front of 380,000 people? That's insane. That's like dude, dude, those international festivals. That's no, that normal. was in New York. It was 1990. No, no, I understand. I understand. Yeah. But you know, these acts, they do those international shows. And, you know, they're not they're not playing venues, you know, in like fucking mm. Brazil. Shit. They're just playing one off shows to that number of people. Mm. Uh, and that's so that's commonplace outside of the United, the United States has all these fucking venues and clubs and whatnot. So they do. You know, that's why these these tours do and everyone's got money here you know mm. out in brazil and whatnot and latin america and you know over in europe and stuff where they just play these giant shows it's you know they're cheaper tickets and God. they just cram hundreds of thousands of people literally mm. uh, fields well they were saying actually when b was talking about that on the rogan podcast he was saying i guess uh what is it rogan's uh, producer Jamie, he was saying there was like 164,000 tickets sold, but there was 500,000 people there. <laughs> like they just bum rushed everything. Yeah. You know, yeah. as the as the event was going on, people just bum rushed the ticket area and just you know barreled their way way through. That's crazy though. 380,000 people. 
I wouldn't want to be in a location. I wouldn't want, wouldn't buy, want to be in a concentrated location where there is that many people. I don't feel like, what about the people in the back? What are they seeing? What are they They're doing? Seeing- yeah. What are you hearing? <laughs> hearing what it sounds like, like a minute later, because the sound can't travel yeah. fast enough. What are you hearing? And uh, I mean, how do you, like, if you got to pee, you got to shit. What, what happens? Like, if you're up front, what happens if you got to? You just pee on. You have to just pee on the person, and they probably won't even notice. No. Can you imagine? I I can't imagine. Imagine if you're at Woodstock Rock and you're in that, but you're you're 50 people back. Yeah. And you're just like, I'm done. I want to go home now. Can't. <laughs> you can't. You're, you're stuck. You're in it. And then I was watching. I actually went on another. But wait, here, even when it's over, you're not just like walking out immediately. Like you're gonna wait. <laughs> it's yeah. not just. You know, it's not like everyone just disperses. It's like waves of people over time. I know. Like, how, do you, how do you get out of there? How do you get out? Of, how does that clear out? Like when the concert's over, how does that clear out? And where do all those people go? The logistics. <laughs> they're they're drunk, high, tired, dehydrated, probably feces are just everywhere. Like what's happening? So you're not going to a festival anytime soon? I am not. <laughs> I am not. No, never. That's why when I asked uh, Chris Natalia, uh, possibly because he knows promoters or whatever, I was like, it has to be. We have to be on stage. We have to be on stage on the side. We cannot be with the riffraff. I've done. I've, I've lived too long of a life to be in the mosh pit. I can't get absorbed by the pit. I can't. I will die. That's how I will go out. I will go out as it slowly like just seeps into the crowd, man. So he's I, gone. I do not want my life to end listening to a Miley Cyrus set. <laughs> I literally when you know that's like I, that's like when Wrecking Ball comes on, I'm, somehow a mosh pit's gonna kick on, and I'm gonna get punched in the face, then stomped on my balls, and that's how I die in Watkins Glen in a muddy fucking shitty death listening to Miley, Miley Cyrus. No. I want to be on the side of the stage with Rock. Well, it's not happening. That's for sure. No. Well, you know what? We can show up, Rock. We'll, you and I will oh, just go. I'll there. fly out. You and I will just drive up there and go, where's everybody? We can do our podcast on the stage. <laughs> right. That'll be the new Woodstock 50. Years. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about mosh pits and large crowds to nobody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, team Left Jam saying Offspring was awesome at the 99 Woodstock. Wait, so there was a 94 Woodstock, there was a 99 Woodstock, and then those were the two. Was that it? Uh, it was 94. 94 was the better of the recent Woodstocks because it had yeah, Green Day was 94, Nine Inch Nails was 94, you, you name it. Everybody was a giant in 94. And also the same thing, but it was the rap rock era in 99. I mean, 99 was. 99 was the bad year. Yeah, yeah it was. That the, was the Pepsi but it was, Yeah, yeah, it was the bad year where you know I think um, who was it? Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers uh, ended the whole thing, and there was fires happening. But you know, if you if you watch the headliners, you know Saturday and Sunday or, or Friday and Saturday, it's pretty much the same shit, other than Gavin Rossdale being uh, shirtless singing fucking glycerine. <laughs> Like I was dreamy as fuck. Why was it every time he sang that song, it was raining? Every time I saw that guy perform that song, it was raining. Fucking they pulled a little trickery on me. Or is he just that dreamy? He can make the clouds rain. Who else? Uh, fuck it. I feel like ninety four. Yeah, ninety four had a more eclectic. Uh, ninety four. Yeah, it was more. It was more. It was more variety of artists. 
was more Woodstock. It was, yeah. yeah. Parker, Blind Melon, Cypress Hill, Rollins Band, Melissa Etheridge, Crosby, Stills, Nash, uh, Nine Inch Nails, Metallica. Uh, who else? D-Light performed. Uh, Fucking D-Light. Remember them? Groove is in the heart. Uh, Jackal performed. Uh, really? They played the whole movie? <laughs> <laughs> yes! Yes! Bring it back! Uh, uh, Woodstock. Oh, 99 Woodstock lineup. Is that what I'm looking up? No, 94. I'm, I'm looking at 94. The Cranberries. Primus was there. See, Primus. Uh, that's, that's a great fucking band right there. I mean, think about it. You have Primus and Salt and Pepper uh, on the same show. So that's, 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 that's yeah. Woodstock. That's Woodstock. Uh, so Woodstock '99. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm looking it up yeah, now. Fucking, uh, Performers, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Oh, you got it. Okay. Uh, let's see. The, the, well, they had multiple stages here. Yeah. Uh, actually, no. It's, it is. It, it, who's Who's Josh? Is this really right? I don't. I actually, I don't even know. Spitfire, James Brown, James, James Brown, Brown performed. Cheryl Crow, DMX, Bush, Corn. The Offspring live. I didn't remember seeing live. Um, let's see, Sugar Daddy, Sticky what? Sticky Pistol, Wait, Ben Lee. Metallica were there. Jesus Christ! Metallica was there. That's right. NWA played. Everclear, Bruce Hornsby, Spitfire, The Tragically ben. Hip, Kid Rock, Wyclef Jean, Snooze Fest, Dave Matthews Band. Boring. Alanis Morissette. By the way, let me ask you this question. Team Left Jab, everybody in the chat room. Would you get a blowy from Alanis Morissette based on the teeth? Why not? What do you mean? What's wrong with the teeth? Have you seen her lately? She looked good? You haven't seen Yeah, she looks great. Last time I saw her, she was doing that video, uh, Thank You, India. And I was like, hello. Send her back. Oh, wait a minute. Leroy Jenkins saying Roxanne Shante played in 94. Is that true? Uh, no way. Limp Biscuit, Rage Against the Machine in '99, Metallica, Young and Fabulous, uh, Full Devil Jacket. That's what that was the name of a band. They had a lot of heavy acts in '99. They, they Fat Boy Slim, Seven Dust, Our Lady Peace. Wow, Megadeth, Godsmack, <laughs> Everlast played, Elvis Costello. Be honest with you, I don't know, man. Now I'm reading the names. I feel like. I yeah, but that was a lot of heavy acts in '99. I feel like they were both, uh, yeah, a lot. Like, well, the music was different. Yeah, well, no, no, I understand. Yeah, but you, you know, I don't know. It doesn't take a, it doesn't take a genius to realize like maybe we just have like one or two acts. Here's an emerging artist stage. Uh, let's see if anybody sticks out. Uh, Muse, Muse played the emergent emerging artist stage at Woodstock, 1999. That's crazy. Mm. That's a fun fact. That's the only one I re- recognize. That is. Let me see. What do you Stormy Mondays? Oh boy, that band was probably a real treat. Go to Emerging Artists. Yeah. Let's see who else is on here. Uh, Alanis wrote Broadway show coming out or something. Emerging Artists. Heard it's called Jagged Little Pill. That's when that boy Slim was on the Emergency Artist stage. Really? Yep. I I love watching that old footage though of like giant concerts. You know, like when the crowd's just ridiculously large. Yeah. Some, some about. Wait, wait, Moby was on the emergency uh, emerging artist. Moby? Moby. 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 I, there was an article on like fucking the New York Times the other day about how Moby had a drug addiction. I just couldn't bring myself to read it. 
I was like, I don't care, Moby. You're probably even boring on drugs. Oh, creep, creep form too. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, creep before. Oh God, I remember that. So, so I guess I guess it goes from left to right. I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. Mm. So I guess right being the final band. So you got Red Hot Chili Peppers, Megadeth, Godsmack, Rage Against Machine, Limp Bizkit, Metallica. I mean, they they were setting themselves up for disaster. I mean, if 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 if, if you don't realize like what that's, I get it. Limp Bizkit was huge. I get it, but mm. you're putting those three bands like that's a lot of anger. <laughs> There's a lot of anger in that music in '99. '99 had a lot, but. Then again, if you, if you remember the uh, Nine Inch Nails set from 1994, the entire stage was covered in mud. And same thing with Green Day. They were th- like the crowd was throwing mud at them. Everything was mud. Like the yeah. next, I feel bad for the next artist that had to follow them because the whole stage is covered in mud. So I, was, I mean, I don't even know how Nine Inch Nails played the instruments and not like set themselves on fire or electrocuted themselves. It's insane. That, our, buddy, yeah, but- our buddy Richard Patrick was probably on that stage. Playing a guitar with covered in mud. Oh, right. 94? Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Uh, yeah. DMX, DMX performed there. Yeah. I watched I watched a little bit of that last night on YouTube. I just could I couldn't bring myself. He was wearing like a like a giant red onesie. I was just like, I'm done. Are <laughs> you playing Eddie Murphy Raw? He's like, where are my dogs at? There's a hundred thousand fucking people in front of you. They're all right here. <laughs> They're all right here, DMX. I mean, does it? Uh, cool teacher says Atlantis wrote a Broadway show coming mm. out. I uh, heard it's called Jagged Little Pill. Oh, well, that makes perfect sense. I hope she uh, swallows it. You know, what does that mean? Uh, by the way, Team Left Jab, check it in. Uh, a, I would say a, a younger Atlantis. Would you take a 1994 blowy from a younger Atlantis? That it, but you gotta you gotta factor in the old. You know, the one thing you don't want to happen have happen when you're getting a blowy. Is the raking? There's no raking happening. But I feel like she. Well, I, fe- picture of her. I, I, I feel like she can't prevent the raking from happening. Raking? The raking, Rock. You know what's happening. It's it's happening to every guy who's got enough uh, blowies in his lifetime. A raking has happened, and once a raking happens, you don't want it ever to happen again. <laughs> Kira's always afraid of getting raked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hate getting raked. I'm always getting raked by companies. and <laughs> He doesn't want to get raked by Atlantis Morissette. By the way, speaking of which, uh, speaking of concerts, Madonna is going on tour. Are you Jesus. excited? No. She's 60 years old. Here's... She performed at the Billboard. All right, now I got two questions for the people out there. Call in 718-690-9290. Here's two questions. Would you get a blowy from a 1994 Alanis Morissette? Or bang a 60-year-old Madonna. <laughs> Call in. 718-690-9290. The phone lines are open. I did get the Skype working. Wasn't working on the Friday show, but it is working tonight. 718-690-9290. If you have any concert uh, stories, yes. I'd like to hear yeah. those. Concert stories are always great. Uh, yeah, but when B-Real talked about playing in front of 380,000, I don't know. I, what, I, the, the question I wanted to get back to when we went into something else what do you think that feels like to an artist walking out on stage and there's 380,000 people waiting for you to fucking do something? Like, what do you think that feels like? I get the adrenaline is going like a bat out of hell. But are you, are, I mean, 
what does that feel like? That's got to be that the high of three hundred eighty thousand people waiting for you to perform, and then when you do perform and they're liking it, that has got to be the ultimate feeling in life. I got to imagine this can't be anything. I mean, maybe then having like a birth of your child or you know falling in love, I guess would be the equivalent. But I mean, that's insane. I would love so to know what the better. It can't get any better. Um, you know, there there is something though about it that you know, you lose that intimacy that there's something, you know, electric for lack of a better word mm. that, you know, uh, being in a club atmosphere, um, because, you know, you can only see so far when you, you right. know, the lights can go so far right? and it's just, it's just a sea of people and it almost becomes, I, I'm listen, I've never been there, but you've seen enough footage and it just becomes blurry. You know, it just kind of like fades out. Right. So the, the horizon is like people. Yeah. Right, right. So there's no like enclosure. You're not like with, you know, like comedians, like, you know, like the small clubs and that interaction and Mm. that. I'm sure there's a sense with musicians feel the same way. And again, this is nothing against, probably nothing gets better or you don't feel like you've reached a higher mountain than when you've playing in front of that amount of of people. Mm. But there is something to be said of your traditional club venue atmosphere that, you know, it just, Add to that adrenaline. I feel like when you're doing that show, it's like, holy shit, this is it, man. Like, we made it. This is everything. And you're like, you're going a bazillion miles an hour. Adrenaline's flowing. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine anything like that. I mean, that's got to be insane. To be honest I mean, with it. If there was a, if there was like a, like a cable or, or like a, like a, like a channel on cable that was dedicated to playing fucking those types of concerts, yeah. I would watch the Bulls at it all the time. I love watching that shit. It's fun to watch. It's fun to watch on TV. I don't want to be there, but it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch a, a, a band. It's a, it's interesting to watch a band handle a giant crowd like that and perform in front of a giant crowd like that. It's it's I don't know something about it. It's like I don't know. It's exciting to me. I don't know. I don't know why. I, I always go back to that watching those Woodstock footage footage shit because it's just it's it's rare to see something like that. Yeah, uh, MTV Live. That's a channel that has that that shows sh- stuff like that. But nah, I don't want to watch some DJ just playing shit. <laughs> no, 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 no. They just no. They just show live performances. Um, like full shows too. Yeah, so Madonna's going on tour. Madame X is the tour. So uh, fucking a. Would you bang? Did you see her billboard? Uh, did it? Does she have a billboard? Did you see her on the Billboard Music Awards? Oh no, no, I didn't. I only watched Cardi B and her. Uh, one Instagram clip. That's all I saw of the billboard. <laughs> I don't care. I don't watch any of that shit. I can't. I can't bring myself to do it. Why? What happened? Is she? Uh, did she break a leg? Yeah, I mean, she she performed like with these like uh, hologramish kind of a things. It was it was kind of bizarre, but she, I mean, she's got to stop. Do we need to? Do we need a sixty year old Madonna still fucking? You know, don't. She's not the material girl anymore, man. No, she's definitely not. She's uh, she's not. She's not bangable. Aw, I, I probably would bang her though. To be honest with you, if she walked in my apartment, and was like, you know, it's sixty, I would be scared. Would you be, be scared to be banging a sixty-year-old? Scared? There's a thing. Like, why are you afraid you're gonna kill her? Listen, carry, carry you. Right. A- what if I? What if I put it to her, and it's like you know, way better than Sean Penn ever did. And oh. Dennis, I'm never gonna top Dennis Robin, but oh. you know, whoever else, Alex Rodriguez, whoever the fuck I- she's banged in her life. She's probably banged some some epic fucking you know popular dick in her life. <laughs> Antonio Sabata Jr. 
you know, somebody, you know. But if I if I'm the guy that kills her with my penis, I'm afraid. I would. I can't bang a six year old unless I'm sixty. That's the thing. I think it's gotcha. the thing. Yeah, because yeah. I don't want. I feel like it would be murder at forty three years old banging a sixty year old. Assault like, with a deadly weapon, Karen. Right. How'd <laughs> it go? Toad to pussy up. Yes. Oh no no! I fuck, fucked up the line. I know. How'd it I go? Got... I killed her. Oh, Toda pussy. Yeah, that's all. Oh uh, yeah, no. Ah, you know what? I'm on the fence about that banging sixty year old Madonna. I, you know, it is. It's something you could tell at a bar, and certainly I can get a podcast or two out of it. You'd be in the same room with her alone. I, it would be pretty amazing, I would think. Can you imagine uh, Madonna in my, my, my apartment with no direct TV? Fucking. <laughs> with her fake accent. Yeah. Giving the old Reiki blowy to me. Singing Alanis Moore's set tunes. <laughs> I'm like, this is, a, this is ironic. I just did a podcast about this. <laughs> wow, my joke was so layered. Pat myself on the back for that one. This is why I'm on the radio, people. Her music, if she was over, would that be appropriate? Oh yeah, no. She had she had one album that was really sexy. What was that one? Uh, It was called like uh, Finger Banger or something like that. Oh, what was it called? The one where she's like, uh, they sold that at Walmart. My love, my love. What was that? What was that? Can you look that up, Rock? What was it? Like, uh, consummate my love or some shit. Justify, justify, justify my love. Yeah. I'll play a little justify my love, getting a little fucking 60 year old vagina. Who's that album? Uh, hey, by the way, team left jab checking in. I'll take one from Alanis from her set now, too. I looked her up. Not bad for 44, just slightly thicker. <laughs> there he is. That's a I gotta look up a, I gotta look up an old Alanis Moore set. Lenny Kravitz was a songwriter on that song, Justify My Love. Really? It's not much to the song. It just says Justify My Love. That's all it is. Yeah. It's less than a fucking tweet. <laughs> How do you get credit for that? <laughs> How do you get... Yeah. How do you get writing credit? I mean, fuck. Oh, God. You know what? I'm totally taking a boy from the last morning set. I think, I think at 44, she's... I don't know. The Immaculate Collection. I always uh, had a thing for Alanis oh, Morissette. No, I always had a thing for Alanis. She's quite thick, though. I think she would be great in bed. Oh, boy. Here's a bad picture, though. <laughs> Wait, did she release that song on a on a Best Of album? That's weird. Uh, Alanis Morris, the whole set. <laughs> There's some joke in there trying to find it, but I can't find it. Whole set of teeth. <laughs> Melanis lose the set of teeth. Then yes. What do you think, Rock? You know. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't know what we're doing today. Oh, we got to. Like, uh, I feel like Madonna, six-year-old Madonna would uh, control you. I feel like you'd be the uh, submissive. Like you're not doing it right. You're not doing it right. Rodman did it so much better. When he played for the Bulls. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. You're lucky you're getting laid, Madonna. Justify my dick in your mouth. <laughs> oh, my God. That's terrible. 
My life has really gone downhill blowing podcasters. And not even a good one. <laughs> uh, this ain't the... You aren't the guy from Nerdist. <laughs> I don't even know what that... Is that a podcast? I don't even know. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I think so. Oh, God. Uh, pregnant Alenix Morissette BJ coming in from Team <laughs> Left Jeb. Now that's Very, something. That's a specific porn right there. Mm. How old she, is Alanis Is she playing a ukulele? <laughs> Good question. Pregnant Alanis Morissette playing a ukulele blowing you. That's a very particular. I have fetishes, Rock. They need to be met. How old is she now? She 44, is. she says. Uh, team Left Jeb said 44. That is accurate. Yeah. Uh, all right. She's got two kids. <sighs> She's got monstrous teeth, too. <laughs> it's a damn shame. Those, those things are like fucking garage doors. Those two front teeth, like garage doors. They should have those windows that garage doors have at the oh, top. Or at the top is. <laughs> you can almost look in them to see what's inside the mouth. What are you trying to say? When she opens her mouth, it sounds like. <laughs> Literally, on the side of her cheeks, she should have two of those buttons that never work when you push them. <laughs> That's ter- she doesn't have big teeth. That's the worst part about this. Wait. If you wait, but if you push those buttons, does does a light turn on inside of her mouth and then the? There you go. Where are we going? Thank God we don't get high to do this show. Yeah, really. This is us sober. Um, two hours. <laughs> All right, I'm going to take a short break and we'll come back uh, regroup right after this. Uh, MoralLunaticRadio.com show. Stick around. Two minute break. Here we go. You know, the one thing that would make this better? A really big hit of windowpane acid. Lunatic Radio. Don't be unsociable. I don't know him. Who the hell am I sitting next to? Lunatic Radio's on Facebook. Oh, they all just go there? Everybody Yes. Are we on there, Ron? Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio. Take a moment and follow them now. I hate them. Before Kieran has another international incident. What do you like? Tits. Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio. And it says a friend. Yes, we like that. I like you, you like me. We can have a ham sandwich together. Call the friendship on the Facebook. Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio. If you are a proud supporter of LunaticRadio.com show and you like to see this show flourish or just Rock and I become alcoholics, you can donate to the LunaticRadio.com show by simply going on our website, Rocket Fire Away. Yes, absolutely. Donations. Go to the website, uh, LunaticRadio.com, and select from one of the options, even a recurring amount, or simply just uh, give whatever you, you feel. Anything and everything is appreciated and helps pay for any of the expenses for this show and helps us keep going and you know not have to dig out of our pockets. And we appreciate, again, anything you can give. Right. So give a shit and give us a donation. <laughs> well, give money. Don't give a shit. All right. <laughs> I can go on about that one. So log on to the lunaticradio.com website. If you would be so kind and give us a donation, it would be great. Absolutely. Thank you. And thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Yes. From the lunaticradio.com show. Now back to Kieran and Rock. They may suck. That is all. What up, everybody? LR Show, hanging out with you, Kieran Rock. Uh, at Lunatic Radio and all the social medias, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, if you'd like to donate to the LunaticRadio.com, show www.LunaticRadio.com. Uh, bottom right corner of our website. Click the donate button. Uh, a buddy of mine asked me to promote 
uh, his wife's Instagram model page. Uh, Ling at Ling Keo at Ling Keo. Yes, it's an odd thing for me to promote, but I am going to do it at Ling Keo because the guy's a great guy. He's a hard worker and I am going to promote this at Ling Keo. L-I-N-G-K-E-O-G-H. It, it is his wife and she is topless and her butt showing. She's very pretty. And uh, I will uh, say, uh, he outkicked his punk coverage. I would say that. I've done that a few times. But, oh, Rock's, uh, there you go. Rock, you're on the air now. (laughs) (laughs) At Ling Keo is the Instagram page. You all need to follow it up. Follow it up, people. She's trying to get a, a, uh, apparently a modeling career happening. At Ling Keo. I'm going to follow it. I should follow it. Is that weird? I should follow it. No, you can follow it. Yeah, I'm going to follow it. (laughs) <laughs> she's got i tell you what she's got great boobs she's great boobs she's very pretty you know what she reminds me of uh one of my uh my uh, like uh, i have another friend who has a wife who looks exactly like ling keo at ling keo okay. on instagram and uh and uh I, I will not say that because he's a cop and he'll shoot me but okay. i have two friends who have uh similar looking wives at ling keo there you go Look it up, bro. Give it a file. <laughs> give it a follow. Everybody give it a follow. That was a great... Uh... At Link Keo. I'm going to follow it. i got to find it on my phone. By the way, my camera changed because uh, as great as it is, it has a battery that I didn't um, prepare mm. for because, you know... You know, that usually happens with Chris Italia with his laptop. It just shuts off mid-show and they're like, oh, I guess the show's over. <laughs> I think that's him saying, gotta go. Uh, very prepared, you know. Uh, Rock sent me something during the week. Apparently, The Simpsons has stole something from us. <laughs> Do you really want to go with this? I just did it as a goof to you. I'm, you know, I never, I never think about these things. That I know. Be like, oh, we can do this on the show. Don't ever like, send something to me if you don't want me to play it on the show. It's not. Because I, I watched it and I was like, this ain't shit, Rock. <laughs> I, enjoy it. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. I got a kick out oh, of it. All right, I'll play it. Here's from The Simpsons. And apparently Rock claims that this is the Simpsons stealing from the <laughs> Lunatic Radio show. I have no idea why, but here we go. Thank God. Thank God. Your daughter's fine, but I recommend a five-day stay. Of course, of course. We'll take out a third mortgage. Sir, you're in Canada now, where your health care is free. Free health care. Why can't America do that? She's delirious, Doc. America can't pay for health care and give corporations the tax breaks they so desperately need. I'm not delirious. In fact, I've never felt more protected. Not like back home. Oh, hang on. Did you just say you don't feel safe in your home country? Why should she feel safe? In America, the great Alberto roams the streets. So let me get this straight. You're afraid of America. Is that right, young lady? Well, there's voter suppression. Shh. An utter disregard for the environment. Shh. A president who is such a son of a... Shh. Oh, save that language for the lower 48. No, I'm telling you, our president really is a god... Shush! We know. Hmm. Lisa, as you're clearly a victim of political persecution who fears for her life, I must keep you in Canada where you'll be safe and assign your own hockey team. Please not Ottawa. Please not Ottawa. Yeah, I'm I'm so sorry. 
All right, Rock. You didn't. All right, Rock. It's Ottawa. It was an Ottawa joke. How long did it take us to get to the Ottawa mention? Oh, it was a while. It was a while. It was a really long time. It was a long time. And how I was playing that clip, and I imagine the people listening to the show would be like, "Wow, oh, they must have been talking about uh, you know <clears throat> the reforms in the." They did a whole bit about whatever happening in the United States that was mentioned throughout the Simpsons clip right here. Everything, all that that, that information given out in the the Simpsons clips, not just the little mention of Ottawa, the the city of Ottawa, Canada, at the end. Which is literally right before they run the stinger of, uh, you know, the music. For- <laughs> Let me get this straight. See, so you watch you- that whole clip. Hold on. Let me ask you. You watch that whole clip. Yes. And you're like, oh, they said Ottawa. Hold on a second. That means they're stealing. <laughs> yes. That is accurate. <laughs> so, th- th- like, this could have been an hour clip. And then, you know, the word Ottawa comes out and it's just. Please not Ottawa. Please not Ottawa. Minute 58. Please not Ottawa. Please not Ottawa. Yeah, I'm, I'm so... And then you're just going to email me, oh, uh, Simpsons stole from us. Watch this entire hour of fucking footage. <laughs> yes. Yeah, essentially, yes. That's that's how I kind of broke it down. Right. I figured, yeah. Well, to, to put some context to it, Rock and I, way back when... Did a whole fucking show about how audio Ottawa's not important, and uh, you know people don't like the city of Ottawa. It's kind of boring, and uh, this is not the Simpsons stealing from us. Don't, oh no, no. Oh. I, I think I think a lot of people out there have realized that the city of Ottawa, Canada, isn't exactly because of us. Because of us, it, it isn't. It is. It, well, you can <laughs> go ahead and jump on that one, Rock. But it, it literally isn't the hotbed of, you know, activity. I think because some, of us. I think, well, I think if you live in the city of Ottawa, you know that. You know, they don't need us to tell us, you know, to tell them that. It's not a very uh, happening place, Rock. Plus, it's See, My logic is, is anytime someone says something that we've said on the show, mm. I just assume they stole it from us. Because I want to make Kieran feel good. So, so apparently I, I invented all, I jerking off. Stolen. What? Apparently, I invented jerking off. So anytime somebody, <laughs> go ahead. What were, you, what were we gonna say? But, you know, you mastered it. <laughs> jerking off. You honed it into a craft. The only thing I can, I'm really an expert at at 43 years on this fucking earth is masturbating to a point where I actually enjoy it. You've whittled that dick like nobody's business. Trust me, I, there's a lot of things you can fuck in this world, and I figured it out. <laughs> Good for you, kid. Good for you. <laughs> Who knew that TJ Maxx socks were such a great alternative? Uh, did you watch... Did you watch the uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony in HBO, Rock, by any chance? No, I did not. Have, have you noticed that Robert Smith of The Cure uh, looks like every member of The View? <laughs> have you noticed that? I know. What? That's, that's pretty impressive. Have you noticed, and I'm sure this is a bit that people have done before. I don't know if it is, but have you noticed, what is with, like, if you have a look... When you're a rock and roll guy as a younger person, like like you come out on, like, for example, one would be Marilyn Manson. 
Marilyn Manson, when he was younger, he would have a look. Like, he'd come out and he'd have the, the, the face paint on. He'd wear, like, the fucking... He would literally wear, like, a bustier and all this stuff. Right? But if Marilyn Manson, now that he's, like, 50-something years old, comes out to, and he's wearing the same look, he'd he look kind of like... A, he almost looks like an old lady wearing that. If you're fat. Like, Robert Smith looks like a fat old lady. That's what I'm getting. He looks like a lady. Like, almost, you know, Ozzy Osbourne was another one that kind of looked like an old lady. Like, rockers, I feel like when they try to maintain some some sort of semblance of their look during their heyday, uh, try to hang on to that look and then perform at an older age in their 60s, they start looking like, like a, you know, they look like women. I, 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 you know, comes to mind, I just can't remember his name. Uh, Karma Chameleon. Um, oh, yeah. Fucking, uh, uh, I thought he was a woman back in his heyday, though. Boy George. Boy George. Yeah. 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 Like the guy from Death Leopard. He like he was on the broadcast. The one the, with one arm? No, the, the the one with three. <laughs> That'd be weird, right? If you had a drummer with one arm, but then there was a guitarist with three. <laughs> that guy too. I gotta, yeah, you would hate him. Hey, can you lend me a hand? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Yeah, that's how bad Def Leppard is, by the way. You can get away with a drum of one arm. That was borderline pot talk right there. Imagine, you know, Def Leppard generally has one hand, but the guitarist has three. Uh, yeah, no, they, well, they, actually, the Def Leppard uh, was on the HBO uh, Hall of Fame, and they were like the big act at the end, right? Oh, right. right the big right, one right. where they played out and all that stuff. And the guitar, one of the guitars is like jacked. He's like 60 years old. He's like jacked. But the lead singer, that's the problem. He's, he, looks like, he looks like his name could be like Sally. Or, you know, she, he looks like an aunt. He looks like somebody's aunt. You know what I mean? Sure. He's fat. He's got a fucking shitty haircut, long hair. Like, eh. So that's when you try to keep the look in your, you know, 20, 25, 30 years later. But haven't any of these guys thought of like maybe like just have, oh, just stay thin. That's all you need to do is just stay thin. And you can get like I was mentioning on Friday's show, Steven Tyler of Aerosmith remained thin, kept the same look he had. And you and you. You can vibe with Aerosmith, even when they're fucking eighty years old playing. It's because he's thin. You That's can't why? because you, of his yes. thinness. I was watching the Cure play on the Hollywood, uh, the the Hall of Fame. Ceremony. Only someone who gets, who spends all his free time at the gym can get away with a comment like that. Fuck yeah, bro! Don't fuck <laughs> with me. I'm in the zone. Jager bombs. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was watching the Cure play on the Hall of Fame ceremony. And it, the guy, you can't, you can't, they sound great, but you can't watch it. The guy looks like a fat lady. <laughs> he looks like a lady. Yeah, there's not a lot of, um, in the history of, like, especially rock music, you know, heavy set guys. Rock. Google it right now in your studio in New York. Google Robert Smith pictures, images. Robert Smith. They are brutal. Look at the aging Robert Smith pictures. Awful. The guy is. The guy should never be photographed. <laughs> oh, good God! Yeah, he's that bad. It's that bad. I was like, man. At 
least stop with the lipstick. You don't need to do the lipstick. Yeah, right, right. Monday, I'm in love. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not on the same tip with you with the with the heaviness. Listen, you know, age. Yeah, I know. Tough. I get it. You gain weight and stuff, but maybe not. Thing. Maybe not maintain the look. Like if Robert Smith didn't try to maintain the same cure look that he had during his heyday, he it would have been more respectable. Like say if he like had like an adult haircut and he didn't wear the makeup and just sang the songs, I think we'd all be fine with that. We don't need you to wear fucking. You know, cherry red lipstick and say, Monday, you can't fall apart. You know, we don't need that. We don't need, to, we don't need to watch it in the 60s do that. Well, no, there's a way to do it. You could still do your song, still have your look, but have it be appropriate. I guess that's the word. Be appropriate with it. Good fucking, yeah. Be appropriate. You know, there's a look that he could have at his age that would be appropriate for the music, the sound, the time. The feeling, but it feels like he looks like a clown, honestly. <laughs> By like, the way, team left jab checking it. Alexandra Ocasio Cortez has big teeth too. Would you get a blowy from her? The political girl from uh, Brooklyn? I don't know. What's wrong with that? <laughs> she's 29. I should go get her. I would imagine she gives great blowjobs. How uptight right. she is. She's probably gung ho to get some sex. She's a very nice person. You know, you gotta look beyond that, Karen. Yeah. Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop is another one that maintained his thin. He looks great. Look at Iggy Pop these days. The guy looks, he hasn't aged in 20 years. He's oh. been dead for 30. <laughs> <laughs> That's my point, Rock. Uh, by the way, uh, Leroy, in reference to the uh, uh, the Simpsons stealing our bit. Uh, now, if Bart Simpson was talking about TJ Maxx socks, that would be stealing an LR show bit. Good point. Mm. Absolutely. Good point. So, Rock, I want, this is what I want you to do. I want you to flip on Fox. And just start watching Simpsons episodes. And if they, any any of them ever mention TJ Maxx, I believe that means they're stealing from us. No, I'm confident that everyone listens to our shows and just takes stuff from us. Uh, I mean, it would be a smart idea because no one listens to us and no one would know. Right. <laughs> now you're stealing. We've done shit. I've, the whole bracket of, uh, you know, during the NCAA men tournament shit. And they, people do like, oh, the bracket of hot chicks. Rock and I were doing that 19 years ago, I feel like. We were doing that before we started the show. Calling each other on the we phone. For, and we did it for so long that we revised it. We yeah. like, <laughs> you know. Uh, uh, Meatloaf pulled off the same look. Yeah. <laughs> meatloaf has always looked like a meatloaf. <laughs> when he was young, he was a meatloaf. And I was so just it's on, not just a clever name. Yeah. Well, how's that Alice Cooper is another one. Alice Cooper's another one who maintained the look of death for the, you know, he's thin. He the mascara and shit, but it looks appropriate. You know what? I want to master that. I don't get, like, Alice Cooper. <laughs> I want to master <laughs> No. Alice Cooper, I feel like, has looked the same age since 1986 till now. Yeah. He's always, he like, he, he 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 hit like an age where he was old and he looked old and he just maintained that same level of old for the next forty years. I agree totally. Right there. By the way, how is Ozzy Osbourne still alive? Some answer. Good question. Fucking Christ, is he alive? Yeah. Uh, who was it? Oh, someone else. I was thinking. I was like, how the fuck is this person? Who even knew? Uh, people. Diane, used- Diane Keaton's like getting younger somehow. Hmm. 
You like that turtleneck, broad. <laughs> you love the turtleneck, bros. That's some, Rock has some with turtlenecks. Like 15 years ago, I was talking about her, and I swear she's getting younger now. I swear to God, if you're wearing a turtleneck, never approach Rocket because a fucking boner will be popping out. <laughs> Absolutely. Rock has something with turtlenecks. <laughs> he loves when people hide their necks. She does films that take place in the summer, and she's wearing a turtleneck. I just don't Yeah, I know. She's on the beach with fucking Jack Nicholson. Why are you having a turtleneck on? Fucking July. <laughs> the only reason I can give to that is that she's afraid of getting mosquito bites. But why would the mosquito just be like, bite the cheek? <laughs> like, you know? The fuck? Tiny Keegan with the fucking turtlenecks. Oh, fuck. She was just on Ellen like two weeks ago. Oh, she was? Yeah. She had a turtleneck on. And a giant hat. Bonnie McFarlane is Rock's hall pass chick. Is that true? Bonnie McFarlane? The comedian, Bonnie McFarlane. I know Bonnie McFarlane. By the way, she's known as the director, Bonnie McFarlane. So you might be working with her someday. Which will bring this whole fucking long-ass, boring-ass bit to a close. (laughs) Happening for 17 years, we still have no conclusion. Chris Italia posted a picture on Instagram and I liked it and I wrote, this is wonderful, exclamation mark. <laughs> See? You're feeding into the Bonnie McFarlane fucking I'm rivalry. Happy. I'm very happy. I'm very happy for them both. More Chris, but I'm very happy for them both. It's, a very, it's great. It's oh, no. Wonderful. She's a director now. Full-fledged yeah. director. He is. Chris, is Chris Italia director? <laughs> no, no, not Chris. Bonnie McFarlane is the director. Chris oh, is the producer. Bonnie McFarlane is the director. Gotcha. Understood. So she might be creating some material that will be sent to Rocket's way, and you'll have to edit a Bar- Bonnie McFarlane art piece. A joint. <laughs> okay. I'm fine with that. And you guys might be in the editor's studio at one point together going, you know, not talking to each other because you have some sort of rivalry. We're going to start a new production company together. What's it called? I'm not paying attention to you at Calorines. <laughs> it's kind of long. Get you for an LLC. You know, you got to be unique. <laughs> it's going to be called no crowd work. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Uh, are we done? Did I, we, we do enough show today? I think we met our quota. Uh, by the way, a few things I want to mention. Uh, uh, Tiger Woods' yacht is parked in Oyster Bay. I don't even know why. <laughs> why is that a note? <laughs> oh, uh, Leroy Jenkins sent me this. Uh, part of Park Hill. Part oh, of the this paper says I quit. <laughs> uh, all right, here. Uh, part of the Park Hill neighborhood in Staten Island will be named Wu Tang District. Good. Finally. Oh, there you go. Absolutely. By the way, thank you to Team Left Jab Boxing Radio in the chat room. Just subscribe to our channel. Thank you very much. Um, thank you to Leroy Jenkins. Thank you, everybody else, for checking out the LunaticRadio.com show. John Dean Noodle, cool teacher. Uh, word him up. Thank you, everybody. As thank always. you, everybody. Thank you, everybody. Subscribe to us on iTunes and everywhere else. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Lunatic Radio. If you'd like to donate to the LunaticRadio.com show, www.LunaticRadio.com show, bottom right-hand corner of our website. Click the donate button and send me $100,000. 
<laughs> Do I get a percentage of that? Rock gets a percentage. He gets how much? How much you want, Rock? Two hundred bucks. Two hundred bucks to Rock. <laughs> uh, you get half, Rock. Okay? Half his shit. Half. Half his shit. Go, boys, go spend 30 grand on a bottle of fucking Chardonnay. <laughs> uh, all right. Thank you, everybody. Check out LunaticRadio.com show. And, uh, Rock, I'll send it to you. Final word. Go ahead. Um, this show is longer than a tweet. I learned that tonight. Wow. I like that one. Finally, somebody with the final word. All right. <laughs> See you guys later. Peace. We're getting there. We're getting there. Kieran and Rock. LunaticRadio.com